On this episode of What's on Your Plate, I have Tres Leches Amigas as my guest. <laughs> Healthiness isn't just a mindset, it's a lifestyle. When I start people on their fitness journeys, I like to change the way they approach food. People tend to think that eating healthy means you can't enjoy what you're eating. So I started a catering company to show that good food and healthy eating can go hand in hand. Join us as we combine food and fitness and find out what's on your plate. Hello everyone and welcome to What's On Your Plate. I'm Junior Wakefield and today, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a good one. Now, if you saw my teaser, you saw that I said Tres Leches Amigas. Tres Leches Amigas. I couldn't figure that one out. Joe, do you know what I'm talking about there? I know what Tres Leche is, uh, but <laughs> I don't know about the girls involved. Well, first of all, you know it's girls now, so you just, you just told me. But I was trying to figure out when they were telling me exactly what to say, and I was like, Tres Leches Amigas. And then I was trying to decipher that. But then again, one of the young ladies that you're about to see here just kind of um, explained it to me. Welcome to the show, Tres Leches Amigas. Thank, thank you for having Happy us. Hello. Welcome. Oh my God, that was so plain. That was so generic. Oh my God, we were sitting here laughing before the camera started. Now you guys just can't figure it out. Listen, we had to come we up with something real fast, okay? We haven't had a glass of wine It's yet. too, listen. Yeah, the wine is still in the bottle. So, yeah. so is that, that what it that is? Yes. Problem. Okay, good. Yeah. So, so on this episode of What's on Your Plate, I wanted to do something different. And Heather, you've been here before mm -hmm. and you, you talked a lot about wine and uh, which is what your expertise is in wine. So let me ask you, I'm going to ask you, before we get into pouring wine, ask you a question. How did you get into pouring wine? Well, I was um, working in a high-level steakhouse, um, and I had been working as a server for, I don't know, probably 15 years. And um, I knew that I had a limited number of tray lifts left in my lifetime that my body was just not going to be able to do it anymore. So I didn't want to get out of the restaurant business entirely, and I shifted, and the people that were in the wine department at the restaurant at the time took me under their wing and helped me study and helped me taste. And I did it part-time at the restaurant um, while I was also waiting tables for about six months, and then a full-time position became available, and I slid right in there, and that was 15 years ago. But So now you develop more, it's, it's a passion. It's a passion. It is, yeah. Right? I mean, well, my passion is for hospitality and for making people's experiences in the restaurant as positive and as memorable as they can be. And this is my outlet for that. Okay. So um, this is the tool that I use in order to accomplish that. Oh, that's and it's a lot of fun. And you're very it's good. Endless. You're well, very good you. at it. Thank you. You're very good. Well, I guess you're about to find out more how good well, she is. Well, didn't she pick out my wines before? Yeah, she has. Yeah, so we've met before. It's true. Yeah. Okay, Chantel Boucher. Oh, yes. Uh, let me see what your table Martinez, says. Martinez, no. Martin <laughs> what, okay, Chantel, what is your... I love those nails, girl. Look at that. Listen, Look at they nails, have right? been on for a month, okay? Holla at the nail lady. Wait a minute. I just gave Divine you a compliment nails. about your nails, and now you're complaining because they've been on a month. I didn't yeah. know they were well, on for a no, month. No, I'm saying no, they bragging. look so good they after a month. They still look so good. After yeah. a month? From my birthday party, yeah. Yeah. which I was 27 again. We're gonna go from that. Now, what's your fascin what's your fascination? What's your passion about wine? For me? Yeah. Well, you know, I used to be a chef. 
so I think it all kind of stemmed from that and being able to pair really great wines with food and um, also just have an excuse to drink alcohol. <laughs> but it's true. It's I love it, though. Oh, yeah. that's incredible. I grew up with my dad used to, you know, bring out the wine and he's like, look at this new aerator that I got. And he poured out for the family and it was like a whole thing. So. Wow. Now, your partner in crime is sitting next to you. Now, how did how did you get a passion for Debbie it? Martinez? Debbie? Yes. Debbie? It's not Martinez. <laughs> Still. I didn't say anything. So, Debbie, how did you but get a passion for it? I'm certainly not an expert, but one of the running jokes is I've been married a couple of times, and I was married to a Frenchman once, and his parents were both chefs, and so they gave me, you know, kind of a great experience with wine, and... Um, so I learned to enjoy it and drink a lot of it, and I don't know a lot about it. I'm certainly not an expert, but I enjoy drinking it. So Good. So you're about that's to, why I'm here today. That's why you're here today to enjoy and to get <laughs> to an education. Enjoy it. Okay, cool. Now, Joe, what's you drink going wine? on? What'd you What'd you say? Do you drink wine? I occasionally, you know, it it's it's one of those where maybe like a Friday night I'll grab one and just sip and watch a movie or something but okay cool yeah. he's well, a better human than we all he's are a bad, yeah. he's about because he said he'll grab one and sip it and everybody's like grab one and sip a bottle grab another bottle now one of the things that's so interesting is is heather on a on a daily basis you get to pair wine with food and you know i'd, I'd like for you to break it down a little bit more because some says red wines go with this type of food white wines go with this type of food what do you say that is true to an extent um there are certain wines that clash badly with certain other foods um with certain spices um or sometimes the wine itself will underwhelm the food or overwhelm the food mm -hmm. So there are some basic guidelines, but really, I don't just pair wines with food. I pair wines with people wow. because I am there to ask the questions and ask what it is that you're looking for, for that experience, for that night. And I tell people all the time, yeah, absolutely, you can drink Chardonnay with steak. Do you not mm -hmm. like red wine? Fine. We'll just mm -hmm. find something great. Yep. So mm -hmm. um, it's it. There, like there are some guidelines, but... You know, you want something with enough um, heft and enough um, backbone to pair with something that has a lot of complexity going on in a dish, or maybe a lot of fat going on in a dish. You want to stay away from something really, really super heavy and chocolatey if you're having something very light. Like you wouldn't put Cabernet with sushi, for instance. Mm -hmm. But, you know, other than that, drink what you like. Like what you drink. Okay, there you go. Like what you drink. I, I, I like that one. So now you have you brought four different wines here mm -hmm. to pair with some food. Mm -hmm. And uh, so out of those four that you have, they're all screw tops, right? Yes. Yay. Yeah, okay. I, I was noticing. I was like, okay. oh, that's good. That's fine. Yeah, so um, especially if you are bringing a wine to an event, like a potluck or something like that, or if you just want to have something in your fridge or um, in your cabinet that you can just pull out and drink. And then if you don't drink the whole thing. Um, you can put the cap back on, screw it down, stick it in the door of your fridge, red or white, <laughs> and it'll be fine for a couple of days. No problem. A couple of days. Um, longer than that, you may want some kind of like vacuum closure system or something like that. Mm -hmm. Also, um, 
the screw cap technology has come a long way and it no longer is a designation of a low quality mine. Mm. Okay. It just isn't. And wow, it makes life easier. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, there you yeah. go. So now, before we get into the food, there is a one, because in, well, let me, let me take it back. We're going back to the food now. There's many different flavors that's on that plate. Mm -hmm. And there were things that were purposely done just so you can have different flavors to try it, such as the broccoli. Sure. I wanted to, I didn't put hardly anything, but I wanted to have some type of burnt just to kind of change it up, you know? Now the corn is going to have a little sweetness to it. And then the potatoes, the sausage, the bell peppers and all that, that's many different flavors in itself. Mm -hmm. Okay. So before we get into the food, what was one thing out of the four that you brought that you'd like to start these ladies off with? Well, I would like to start um, from the more light, fresh, zippy side and then transition into the heaviest okay. wine. Now you so. picked you picked these wine out wines out purposely and specifically. Yes, specifically. Specifically. Um <clears throat> for a couple of reasons. For the screw cap was at the very top. Okay. Um, also, each one of them is under $10 a bottle. Wow. Like Yay. That's nice. <laughs> Even That's better. Nice. And again, price point does not have to be the be all and end all indication of quality. Um, there are winemakers out there who are making wine specifically for that price point, you know, and to, just to be accessible. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me, so you tell me, so when you see a $15 bottle of wine compared to a $100 bottle of wine, then we know that the price difference is mm -hmm. it, but you tell me that the quality can be the same? Not the same, but your enjoyment of it does not mm -hmm. increase by a factor of 10 just because it's 10 times more expensive. Okay. And that's what you have to know about yourself. You have to know where that breaking point is for you. If it's a stretch for you to spend $100, but you still want something really nice, if you normally drink a $15 bottle, drink a $30 bottle. Okay. You know, give that a try. There's no reason to spend that kind of money just for the sake of spending that kind of money if you don't have the background to say, oh, yes, I'm really enjoying this for some reason other than the price. Okay. Right. Okay. Wow. All okay. right. Well, let's go ahead and let's start. And, um, you know, you can say the wine if you want to, even though they're not paying us. <laughs> but, uh, not. Yeah, this not. is all me. So um, okay. the, the first one is Kung Fu Girl. This like is a Washington State Riesling made by a Maverick winemaker named Charles Smith, who trained in France and then came back to the United States and was not really into winemaking or anything like that before he um, spent time in France, but he was able to um, be convinced <laughs> to get into winemaking. Um, so Riesling is a grape that most people associate with yeah. sweet wines, mm -hmm. but that is not necessarily the case. And in fact, the trend now is for dry styles of Riesling. Oh. So what you get with this is a huge punch of fruit, but really intense zippy acidity on the finish. Okay, so it has a lot of complexity. There is a lot going on. And just like with any wine, as this is warming up, as it's not on ice anymore, it will become more expressive. Wow. So. Joe, you want to smell it? Cheers. Cheers. If only, if Cheers. only. Ladies. So which one are you guys going to let Joe smell that wine after you taste it? Smell, smell it. Joe, you want to smell So if I'm shopping for this, how would I shop for a Riesling that I would know is not so sweet? So a lot of them are actually putting that on the label now. Mm. Um, 
particularly on because, the back. Because I usually avoid mm -hmm. it for that reason, yep. but this is really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, generally, if, if they're coming out of um, Washington, if they're coming out of the United States, the trend more and more is to dry. Okay. A lot. This one doesn't have it on the back, but a lot of um, producers are putting the sweetness level on the back label. That's good oh, to know. Okay, good. Or they will, it will say dry Riesling or something okay. like that on the front label. Is the German Riesling the one that's usually real sweet? <laughs> so the German Rieslings that came to the United States for a long time, yeah. um, yes, were generally sweeter. But that's because that's what the American palate wanted, so those were the wines that were shipped to the Makes American sense. market. Um, but in Europe, in the places that make Riesling, dry is more the norm. Mm -hmm. So, this, okay. yeah. this Americans want everything all sweeted up. Yeah, well, <laughs> nowadays, though, it's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. just, just like we're getting away from um, the sweeter styles of Riesling, we'll talk about Chardonnay in a second and how the American palate has changed yeah. for Chardonnay hugely. Over mm -hmm. the last like fifteen years or so, mm -hmm. twenty years since you know, certainly yeah. since I started really, you know, mm -hmm. selling wine for a living. Um, so what you're getting here is on the on the finish, you're getting a huge amount of like that lime and lemon, mm -hmm. that really intense citrus. I love that this I is like fruity, mm -hmm. but not but sweet. Because usually mm -hmm. you get something yep. fruity, so it's going to be super yeah, sweet. I like this. Yep. I like cool. it. It's, it's it's really good. Mm -hmm. So now let me ask you a question. So would you pair that with anything on this plate? So yes. First of all, sweetness counteracts spicy. Okay? Mm -hmm. Which is why Riesling, you notice you notice the label here? It's Asian. Mm -hmm. This screams out to you, pair me with Thai food. Yeah. Pair me with sushi. Pair me with pho. You yeah. Know, with, yeah. You know, some, some like spicy, spicy. Asian foods. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of seafood in them. Mm -hmm. But... You don't have to stick with just your traditional white wine pairings. With the sausage, mm. that's going to be really good because the yeah. sausage has some spice to it, as well as the broccoli is spiced, and so it will counterbalance that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so like Chantel, so yep. what you're going to do is you're going to take that plate, oh, and okay. Heather has a plate over there, mm -hmm. and there's okay. two forks there. Oh my God, we get to be romantic, Debbie. You get to be, Either however you want to do it, but also too, um, yeah, we never did get Joe to uh, smell that. Too bad, Joe. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a whole bottle left. He can smell. There's plenty for later, darling. Yeah. Yeah. Jo wait, wait, wait. Joe, did you want to smell my breath real quick? I will, I'll breathe real. Do you smell it? I, I'll, I'll pass. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, buddy. Watch. All right, so let's let's actually do. Oh, okay. A little. Okay. So taste both the broccoli and the sausage with a little bit of the wine. Should we eat it first and then drink the wine? Or does it make a difference? Go back and forth. Yeah. Go back and forth. You know how I love broccoli. I do love broccoli. Mm. Well, I'm glad you guys love broccoli. Yeah, and there's a little spice on there, yeah. Which I like, which uh -huh. I like spicy. Mm -hmm. Was that cayenne? What? Mm -mm. He's not going to tell you secrets. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's um, chili powder. it is. I'm letting you know it's chili nice. powder. Okay, if you think so. I mean, I think so. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, how, come on. So you'll know oh, again? Powder. Well, how does it go? How does it pair well with it? It pairs It's well. good. Good. I love broccoli and I love this. Um, this would be really good with sushi, though, too. Oh. Mix up wasabi. Idea. 
You have like, no idea. Like wasabi, <laughs> right? Like, like the wasabi and like soy the, sauce. Um, and spicy mayo. Yeah, spicy and, mayo. And um, you lived in Hawaii? Oh, yeah, for forever. Right? Yeah. Musubi? Oh, yeah. With well, this. everything's good with musubi. Well, this is true. <laughs> um, we're getting a brand new Hawaiian restaurant in Denton that is like two minutes from my house. Really? So what is it? Hawaiian Brothers. I well, I need to go visit that. We we should go together. We should all go. We should Although do this. Although there was so, a line literally Joe, down the block. While the, while the women are talking about where they're going to go and so forth, have you tried the food yet? Yeah, I tried it. I, yeah. I, it's it's good. Mm. Yeah, the broccoli's got that little so spice can we try to that? it. And then what do you think this, about yeah? the uh, corn? You yeah. can try anything you want. Oh, oh. I don't just know. figure out. You're you know. pretty magical well, with corn, like. But this is kind of different. So. Yeah, it is a little different, but it's it's good. I want to. Um, <clears throat> but you know, you notice how the the mm. wine is kind of calming. Mm-hmm. You're about to say so, something. That Chantel. spice. This is uh, something in here that's familiar. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, coffee stirs me down. I'm not staring you down. Right? I'm, not, I'm not staring you down. It's piercing I, through my soul. <laughs> oh, trust me. No. No. Yeah, there's a little heat on the corn, too. So uh-huh. you, you take a sip of the wine after that, and it just kind of... Ooh, kind of we keep drinking all our wine. Brings down that level. <laughs> now you see why there's no bucket Listen, to be able to pour it in. Yeah, so look, I'm, look, I'm trying to be we don't need that. a little careful with the pours. That's but, okay. You know, That's okay. So I She's see been... that you like the... Uh, well, we know that the Riesling is a hit. Mm-hmm. So... Which is made. and you say that's well, under ten dollars. Yeah, it's under ten dollars. Yeah. I think we're just hungry too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the the last wine that we'll taste is also a Charles Smith wine, mm-hmm. but the, he has a whole line. Just be really careful because he's been very successful, and there have been other producers that have started making labels that look, look like, like Charles it? Smith labels. Oh, so make they sure do that, that now. I know. That happens so make a sure lot. that you always look at the back and okay. Smith. Wow. make sure that it's Charles Smith. But so, he makes Cabernet Syrah blends. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so now the next one that you have, you said it was a Chardonnay. It is a Chardonnay. Okay. So 15, 20 years ago, everybody liked these really super buttery Chardonnays, you know. Um, they had this kind of popcorn butter kind of mm-hmm. texture on the finish. Um, they were really heavy. The, the acidity level was not balanced. It was really, really low. Um, and palate has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are really looking for a minimally oaked or unoaked mm-hmm. Chardonnay. Now, <clears throat> this one um, is from Mendoza. This is from Argentina, from the foothills of the mountains in mm-hmm. Argentina. And um, it's it's meant to be a style that is, is not so much like the Chablis that you find in France, where it, it's got this kind of acidity on the finish. Mm-hmm. It does have a little bit of a creamy kind of texture to it, which um, when we move on to the chicken and then the corn, again, that creaminess of the corn and then the, the chicken as well. I mean, Chardonnay and chicken are just mm-hmm. a yeah. match. You know, it's so are. funny is I never used to like Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. And Chardonnay. then they started changing it, like how you mm-hmm. said. I'm yep. like, there's actually but really like good ones now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, there's good ones now. Yeah. So, so Joe, back to since you're not drinking it because we don't want uh, everybody at Real News to know that you're drinking, so that's why Partaking. you're not drinking. <laughs> um, so with what, with what you're having today, what would you normally drink if it was an alcoholic beverage? Um, yeah, I mean, to to drink with food, yeah, I would pick a wine, um, but I don't know a lot about wine, so um, I guess with a chicken, yeah, some sort of 
some sort of white, maybe. So well, I mean, it would it would go it would go with that. And I think one of the things that, that Heather mentioned it's what you like. What is this? What is this? So if you like mm -hmm. what you like and what you well, they don't um, really ching ching. What no, you enjoy would probably be the most important yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. So with what you like when it comes to wines, you know, and um, yeah, like a little bite. You know, hopefully Heather will be able to share one of these bottles with you that you can take mm. home. You know, so that way you can mm. kind of see. Okay. After yeah, you yeah. Get off. So you'll notice the. The flavor profile is different. Mm -hmm. um, this has way more citrus, um, and the, the mm -hmm. fruity aspects of it mm -hmm. are kind of like peachy, apricotty, that sort of thing. Um, now we've moved on to green apple and pear, a mm -hmm. little bit of yellow apple. Mm -hmm. The acidity is lower. It doesn't have that puckery right. punch on the palate. Um, and the texture is a little creamier. So when we talk about mouthfeel, um, I always mm -hmm. find milk to be a good analogy. Like tres leches? Like tres leches. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got It had to come in somewhere. It you had to. Milks. You've got skim milk, you've got whole milk. You see, this is the three milks. <laughs> so, if, yeah. if it coats your mouth like skim milk, that's um, a lighter mouthfeel. If it's more like whole milk, then that's moderate. Yes. And if it's like heavy cream, then that's I'm heavy cream, baby. <laughs> okay, I'm so heavy the, cream. The trust leche statement at the beginning. <laughs> now you just kind of start got the back. definition, right? We brought it back. Look so go ahead. That. So go ahead, Chantel. Tell me mm -hmm. the. Tell everybody mm -hmm. the trust leche analogy. Well, it means three milks, and there's three of us here, three different kinds of milk, in general, mm -hmm. and we're uh, we're friends. Hence the amigas. That's right. And you know what? This does, I see what you're saying mm -hmm. about the milky situation because mm -hmm. I wasn't quite like wrapping my head around that. Mm -hmm. But it does. If you think milk and then drink this, mm -hmm. you'll see it's what, a little creamy. Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. That's crazy. Yeah. What do you think of? But yeah. it's not as buttery as no way. Those of no days gone by. No way. Mm -hmm. So Chardonnay is grown pretty much anywhere you can Impressive. make wine. Butter. It's like butter. <laughs> it's like butter. Listen, Debbie thinks everything's oh, like butter. Like, I don't know oh, if it's like a boy. southern Here thing or. So it's a Debbie not, thing. It's a Debbie I thing. I do love butter. This well, who doesn't love butter? <laughs> who doesn't love butter? Except in my wine. Except in the wine. Yeah. In, like in my wine. Well, on, on the side, it's yeah. great. But in my wine. But I also see what bread. you're saying about because it's not very acidic in the mouth. Like yeah, you can right. almost swish it around your mouth where that first one, that would like hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So there's a difference between Listerine and Scope. Yeah. Yes. There's, yeah. It's there. There's definitely a huge difference in acidity between mm -hmm. these two wines. Mm -hmm. um, and so for somebody, everybody has different sensitivity levels. I was um, just going to ask that. Not, yeah. Can I just ask this because mm -hmm. I'm yeah. wondering if you're yeah. going there because. As I've gotten a little older, at my ripe age of 27 years old, Jesus. again, with Jesus with the really? I get heartburn really easily. Yeah. Is that where you're kind of going with this, too? Yes. So not only will your palate and your body change over time, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, ev everybody starts from a different place, and everybody is at a different place on their journey of food and beverage. Mm -hmm. So something that appeals to you may not appeal to you. Well, may not I can still handle you. Acidic right. thing. Yes, I get, I'm very sensitive, Deborah. <laughs> like, a lot of people would taste this and say, oh, that's too tart, or oh, that's too sour, or something like that. So, mm -hmm. this is where having a large wine by the glass program mm -hmm. is really helpful because you can, like, take the guest a couple of things yeah. and mm -hmm. say, that is good. But, like, the eye doctor, more like this or more like this. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but whereas this one, the acidity is quite a bit lower and it's, it's a little bit creamier, it's got a little bit more texture to it. And so, for a lot of people, this is really where they would much prefer to be and which is fine yes. because if you don't like high acidity i like it but my heartburn yeah exactly is exactly. another story and you know you, 
you do you. If you want to start with a glass of that and then move on to something on, different, yeah. then yes. So absolutely. you've had two. You had two different whites so far, and you had one with more acidity and one with not. Now with the food, which one do you number all one? Like? The so first you, one. Number you one. You like the first one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You like the first. This one. to me is like really good to drink on its own. On its own, yeah. Because. Right. Because you can drink a lot yeah, of it. Yeah, you could the, because the acidity isn't there. Mm -hmm. You could just you could enjoy just drink it. it really mm -hmm. easily. Mm -hmm. But like, I really want a bottle of that first one. <laughs> I think we need to go get a bottle. Mm -hmm. of that. You can find it. We're gonna get sushi after this. I, I don't. I don't know how much I'm, you know, at liberty to say. Mm -hmm. But you just can say find it. Just tell me in my ear. Like literally anywhere. Really? Oh, there like you go. Grocery stores. So we need to get wine a shops. Picture of the bottle. You do. Mm -hmm. It is so easy to find. Wow, I feel okay. like you love that one too. I drink this on a weekly basis. See, okay. See? There I you feel go. like I felt the love, you know. What yeah, I mean? there's a lot mm -hmm. of love. Joe, are you feeling any love back there? <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm feeling the love with the love conversation. You, let's say that. And I, I'm drinking wine by proxy. We love you like a bottle yeah. of Riesling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell so, your wife hey. we said hi. <laughs> Boy, yeah, yeah, there we go, here we go, boy. So uh, while they finish that and slam that, what's okay. in their glass, because, and if you can tell, you see how experienced drinkers they there are, because they did it the exact same way. <laughs> you see that? They just picked it up, they slammed it, well, and it was right there, it was excuse the tandem. Me, excuse me, tandem sir, but thing. to be fair, you told us to do that, and then yeah. we just followed your instructions. But it was just so incredible the way you guys did, which, which further says that you guys have been doing this before. We've together, made right? a couple times. May we may have, have shared a couple of right. bottles of wine. Well, a few. <laughs> Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Heather, now let's hit the Next. Right. Yes. Okay. So <clears throat> this is another import. So uh, the Perrin family are in uh, the Southern Rhone Valley in France. So the Southern Rhone has 13 mm -hmm. allowed, allowed grape varieties. So the mm -hmm. blends can vary dramatically. Grenache is usually at the top of the heap. Mm -hmm. um, also, Mouved, Syrah, and then it kind of goes down from there. Mm -hmm. um, like a lot of places in France in particular, there's a huge price differential between places that are just literally right next to each other. Mm -hmm. As you get more specific in terms of a region, the prices generally go up, okay? So a larger region will have a lower price point, and then as you get more and more specific within Makes that sense. region, more expensive. So this is just a regular Cote de Rhone. It is a reserve. Okay. Um, but this is from the uh, Perrin family who also make Beaucastel, which is one of the most that highly sounds very familiar. I was yeah. like, I feel like I had that. Yeah, yeah. hugely highly regarded. Yeah. Uh, but this is just an entry level Cote de Rhone. So Cote de Rhone is like this, mm -hmm. and then within Cote de Rhone, not to get too technical, you have various subregions mm -hmm. that are more highly regarded and therefore more expensive. Gotcha. Um, Perrin have a lot of wines on the market at a lot of different price points. Mm -hmm. This is a daily drinker. This okay. is the, I'm just gonna crack open a bottle of red that is what? easy drinking and okay. isn't going to challenge me <laughs> in any way. And so I'm it's not super acidic even? Is that what no, you're saying? No, and here's the thing about, about a blend. Um, this is my favorite, the, by the way. The Grenache, tends to be a, a little bit more high acid and um, a little bit more um, red fruit driven, but the Syrah and the Mouved will counter that with more Because you know, red blends are my thing. I don't know if you remember ones that you recommended mm -hmm. for me in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. 
at the restaurant. I don't know if you can say the restaurant, but we at the restaurant, the restaurant, it was. I was like, "This is it." Yeah, you know me. Yeah, somehow. Well, yeah. and you know, all that comes down to just asking questions. the right questions. Yeah, you know, and not sort of projecting your own opinions onto yes. other people's opinions. I usually <laughs> say I like a full-bodied red blend. Yeah, that's what I usually say. Yeah, if I'm and there. and that should get somebody like me who is taking care of you mm-hmm. in a restaurant that should get me most of the way there and then yeah. maybe I want to ask a couple of follow-up questions mm-hmm. but you know yeah. for the most part yeah you like a red blend lighter or heavier so always heavy. Much all I need. always heavy so now on this episode of what's in your glass you can tell you can tell that they're th- this wine is starting to get to them pretty pretty good. Listen, but uh, this is really, I mean, this is really awesome because this is pretty much like wine 101. You've been being quiet, this quiet and, in a long time. Um, That's because Chantel Boucher is here. One, because yeah, I got Chantel sure. Boucher is here, and I got well, Debbie and, here, and me, and, and I got Heather, and you have three personalities that are all lively, mm-hmm. uh, and then we're incorporating wine. So uh, yeah. it's wow. just the beginning. I don't know. What this is just the beginning. This is just the third bottle. We're not going anywhere. Uh, you're not so. going. We're going to finish all these bottles. She's going to finish all those bottles. You got uh, more food back there? Yeah. <laughs> there's plenty of places to nap in this building. Yeah, oh, yeah there's, there are pretty. Yeah. yeah, there's some. There's some couches mm-hmm. out there. So the one thing I the one thing that I, I like food. that um, that you you do is you brought not just U.S. wines. Mm-hmm. Not just mm-hmm. wines that you could probably find. I mean, you have to do some type of research. You have to do some type of digging. You have to do some type of uh, and and it's being able to go out and to be able to get outside your normal don't eat, comfort don't zone mm-hmm. to be able to to try something. Ew, and, Debbie's not sharing. Okay, cool. There you go. <laughs> and mm-hmm. will it not be the first time? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's kind of one of those things that that you know if you like something. And if you simplify, because a lot of people says, hey, I want Riesling because they're indicating something sweet. Right. And so mm-hmm. if you're looking for something mm-hmm. different, you got to get outside the box. You have to ask questions and, you know, you got to stay away from the norm. So mm-hmm. one of the things that I that I like is, this, for example, Joe, you know, Joe, our, Joe, the producer, is not a big wine drinker, but hopefully he's being able to gain something. And, and he can't taste because he's working, he's producing the show, mm-hmm. watching us over here. Let me go back. Watching them over here uh, have fun and enjoy the food and also the wine. Now, guys, what you're seeing here is them. It ain't a show. This is them. This is the way they are. This, yeah, this is the way. Is if you watch here in about ten minutes, if we're still on because they haven't started dancing on the tables, you oh, guys happening. will be amazed. You'll be amazed. So, for one, also Heather, thank you very much for the information. So, go ahead and tell us about the third wine. So. Um, like I said, you have a, a, a blend here of mostly Grenache, Syrah, Mouvet. So you have a lot of red fruit. I don't know if you can see on mm-hmm. camera, but it's a very bright red color. You mm-hmm. can you can kind of see through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you get here is a wine that is um, really a broad spectrum pairing. Okay, on the finish, it's dry. It's mm-hmm. got that little bit of grippy, mm-hmm. but in, in terms of texture, it's moderate at best, mm-hmm. you know? So you, this is what I would bring if I were going to an event and I had no idea what, what people like. like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is very balanced. This has yeah. a lot of elements that a lot of people enjoy. 
and not a lot of elements that a lot of people don't enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, I find that wines from the Rhone or Rhone-style blends from either the United States or, God bless them, Australia. They, they do this <laughs> style immensely well. Um, that wine. this is when you've got six or eight or ten people sitting at a table and there's not a lot of agreement on Would this on be a, a style. table wine then? This would be yes, the table wine. This is 100%. I just need something that I can put on the table that everybody can relate to. Mm -hmm. And it, it feels like it would even be good with things like salmon mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, I have a question. Yeah, so for sure. For, because you you just said that there's a variety of grapes in there, mm -hmm. and most people, your 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 common person who is not familiar with certain wines, will know Cabernet Merlot and Pinot Noir. Yeah. Now, when you when you use those three and say we use those three because those are the the three that says, hey, I like a good Cab, I like a good Merlot, mm -hmm. or I like a Pinot Noir. How is that compared to any one of those three? So it will fall between Pinot and Merlot on the body and intensity spectrum okay which is again one of the reasons it's so great because if you've got people who are like i just can't drink a super heavy wine and then you've got people who are like i just can't drink a really light wine this is mm -hmm. right down the middle it you know is. and because it is a blend it has a lot of complexity I it has a lot of different elements that people can latch onto and say i really like this aspect of mm -hmm. this wine mm -hmm. but yeah i mean it's it's gonna fall Right in there, it's definitely heavier than Pinot, but definitely lighter than, say, a Merlot. Now, mm -hmm. would it? Do you think it would scare some people off knowing, not knowing the different grapes, because all the grapes that that you mentioned um, have to support the other grapes, right? Yeah. So my my analogy usually defaults to music. That you know, like a, a single variety wine is like listening to somebody play just the piano or just the flute or just the violin, but you start mixing them together and then you Music. have... Yeah. You have a band. Yeah, you, you have, have a band. You, have, you either have Orchestra. you know, a trio Orchestra, or a quartet yes. or maybe even a symphony. Okay. Okay. Um, so while those great varieties may sound a little scary, really what you're doing is you're... If you go into a store and you say, I'm looking for a blend with some Grenache in it, any employee who is getting paid to work there should know <laughs> where to direct you. Okay. Okay. Um, these these types of blends are becoming more and more and more common, and um, you can find them from Paso Robles, you can find them from California, you can mm -hmm. find them from Washington, and you can absolutely find them from Australia. Mm -hmm. That's one of the best places to get okay. them. Um, so and. This is less than ten dollars. Take a risk, you know. And if, and then if you like this, I mean, when you're standing in a wine store and you're looking at this bottle, all you have to do is look eighteen inches in either direction, mm -hmm. and you've got a whole mm -hmm. world of possibilities mm -hmm. and a bunch of different price ranges. Do you have a secret on um, like picking out a wine when you're like in that wine section or that wine store by looking at labels? Is there anything on labels that indicates what you should or shouldn't be getting? Only if they have a specific grape variety breakdown. Mm -hmm. um, and also region. You mm -hmm. know, if, if you know that you've had wines from a particular region in the past and you have like not Malbec been Like Malbec is good a lot of the times. Right, example. exactly. Other than that, you 
really just kind of have to roll the dice mm -hmm. and find a producer See, there's no that secrets, you like. You guys, we just have to no, try them you all. Have to no, try them. okay. So a lot of people think <laughs> that my job is fantastic because I get to try a lot of amazing, awesome, great yeah. wines, and that's true. <laughs> I also try a lot of really bad ones. Bad. <laughs> See, the big and bottle. Comes, there I you go. You heard it. That off the you list. heard it. One yeah. time I had a I had a bottle that was maybe I don't know twenty five hundred dollars or something like that and mm -hmm. I hated it. Yeah, yeah. It was it was not about price. It was horrible. It was at somebody's house. It wasn't like I, you never mm -hmm. picked it for me because she yeah. fixed my wine. Right. <laughs> okay. So there you go. Heather Green will be picking wines. All right. So let's go ahead okay. and get to the the, the fourth okay. wine okay. before so. I lose all of you. Listen, it's still early. It's still early. <laughs> it's still early. Okay, so, so, so while, while she's no getting ready to do today. that, so Joe, let me ask you a question. Have you learned anything about wines yet? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of words being thrown around that I've never heard of. <laughs> Joe's just going to take a picture of all these and then go get yes, them. Yes, yes. No, I mean, Joe yeah, if they're, under, if they're 10 and under, yes, I'm right? definitely going to pick some of those mm -hmm. up. Most definitely. That's the right price. That's it. Ten, yeah. For ten dollars, you can under try ten dollars. You can have a good. wine tasting at your home with all your friends with these four bottles. Mm -hmm. And and Joe, and here's the thing. And I have a strange feeling that this will probably be the truest statement that I've ever mentioned. If you buy a bottle and you don't like it, bring it to any one of these three ladies, we'll be and fine. they will be right there for you. Listen, yeah. we can mm -hmm. mix it with stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make a spritza. Yeah. See, there you go. So that, that <laughs> bottle will make not go sangria. Away. You'll be fine. Yeah, make exactly. sangria. There you go. You're about to get a recipe of sangria. So go ahead. So tell us about this one. Now, what okay. is this? Okay. So now we're back to Charles Smith. Um, so this is the Velvet Devil. This is Merlot. Wait, is this the same guy who did the Japanese this is looking one? Yes, this it is, is the same, same producer as the Kung Fu Girl. So this is Merlot. Bless, like Merlot. Bless Merlot. Here's the thing. It got a bad rap. Not only because of that movie that slammed Merlot, but also because... Well, I like Merlot, and the movie can cram it. Yes, 100%. I totally agree with you. Tell us how you really feel, Debbie. <laughs> and here's the thing. Um, that happened to coincide with the fact that there was a lot of really unimpressive Merlot that was on the market mm -hmm. at the time. Really drab, terrible, mm -hmm. uninteresting Merlot that mm -hmm. was on the market at the time. Um but this is from Washington State. All of the Smith wines are from Washington State. Um, and what I like about the, the reds in particular from Washington State is they tend to have a little bit more of that kind of smoky undertone. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit more of a plummy thing mm -hmm. going on. Um, and also, one of the reasons that um, the, the Washington State wines it are- smells smoky. It's a little smoky. spicy. Yeah, sp spicy and smoky. Yeah, I like that um, spicy. The, the, the land, um, the cost of production and all of that in Washington State right now is a lot lower than it is in California. So what I like to say is more money ends up inside the bottle as opposed to outside the bottle mm -hmm. for things like marketing and, mm -hmm. and all that sort mm -hmm. of thing. So very tasty. a lot more quality shows through in the actual wine. Um, so this change. now, obviously, we have transitioned into something mm -hmm. that has a lot more heft. Mm -hmm. A lot more richness. It doesn't have the complexity mm -hmm. of this one because it's not a blend, but it's got that. It would taste good with steak. Yeah, yeah. it tastes good with yeah. steak. Now we're now we're steak. up to steak wine, or, or like a balsamic glaze with a steak, or burgers or brisket. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's less than ten dollars. You know. Mm -hmm. So you have four wines here, less than ten dollars. You you've you've tried all four. Okay. Thank so you. you guys. Are <laughs> We got fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 boy. So, 
with the food that you have in front of you, which is your favorite? You know, that first one is my biggest surprise. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy that bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. um, then I think, and and I'm generally generally a white run. <laughs> there you go. She said right Ryan. She could not even get her words out. Oh, boy. I'm generally a white She said right Ryan. You're generally a white wine drinker. I mean, we got it. Thank you. <laughs> and... I would also get the Merlot, though, and the Rhone. Mm -hmm. So you get three out of the four. The Chardonnay so is probably, and I love Chardonnay, but the Chardonnay is probably the one that, like, you know, spoke to me the less of the four bottles. Right. So stylistically, though, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with, with Chardonnay, it's the easiest was, to replace. Yes. This mm -hmm. was my shot in the dark. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So basically, when I was shopping, these three were the known quantities. Yeah. Okay? These, those were the three that I knew 100% yes. that I was bringing. The Chardonnay, I rolled the dice. Yeah. Um, and I basically asked the person who worked there. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, I need an unoaked Chardonnay. Yeah. And she was like, oh, if you look, there's a little blue thing, a little blue tag on mm -hmm. all the ones that are... And then I stepped back and I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there are all my choices. And I chose this because it was from Argentina. And, and it's a it good Chardonnay. But it's drinkable. it's drinkable, though. Like, if somebody was serving Chardonnay. it, I'd be like... This is doable. Like yeah, I'm enjoying it, it more, enough. Yeah, it's. I'm a enjoying more, it enough. Uh, I'm gonna keep it, drinking. It doesn't knock your socks off. It doesn't. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah, yeah. I get it. So the other three are probably the the three that probably surprised me more. Yeah. So, so now so we can see that this uh, everybody has thirty bucks no, that they're about potatoes. to go and. I don't know because Debbie's eating all our food on our. No, I'm done food. eating. She's, so all, she's done eating. Go for so, it. Just kidding. So let me. So back to the food. So back to what's on your the plate. The food was good. Uh, what's in your glass? Joe, what do you think? It was good. What's in your glass? The food? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah I really like the chicken. Uh, what, what would you call this exactly? The chicken sausage potato. Ch yeah. I like the sausage. Uh, it's nice. Mm -hmm. It's it's almost uh, like a comfort food mm -hmm. flavor to me. That's exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. You know, and also with the broccoli. As I said, the broccoli was different. Um, but, um, and then the corn was different. It's so, good. So mm -hmm. far, I've changed the corn up three times mm -hmm. um, for the last three times. And it's good. Which is interesting, which, mm -hmm. is, which is really good. And actually, you're putting wine with it, so mm -hmm. which makes it even better. Now, so if anybody has any wine questions and so forth, or you can also go see Heather, and Heather's going to, Heather Green, Heather. she's not going <laughs> to tell you, she will tell you where she's at. But she is a wine song. <laughs> if you need to do wine dinners or, or, or wine parties and stuff like that, you can go see uh, Heather Green or you can contact Heather Green. and um, <laughs> Or you can send me a message and I'll give her, her information. Uh, the company that she works for isn't paying us. So I'm just giving yeah, that I have, to, I have to keep yeah, that. She has, she, has to keep that she has to keep that on the, on the low low. Uh, with these two ladies here, that probably won't happen. And if no. you ever need any wine out there, need to be tasted. I have we Lucy and Ethel right here. <laughs> uh, Debbie and Chantel will be glad to. to I will volunteer let you know, my time. Yes. Let us. you know exactly you where where mm -hmm. what to do. We're available. You know they will be glad to taste. Their taste buds are, are going good. So when it, so a couple of questions, and Joe, I would like for everybody to ask Heather a question when it comes to wine, um, because on this episode of what's on your plate and what's in your glass. Um, my teeth purple. We need to do this on a regular basis. Oh my <laughs> and as a matter of fact, we will be getting yeah, Heather, Heather back here. Oh my God! <laughs> they start checking each other. Next, th th <laughs> this is what you have. 
when you get tres leches. That's true. Amigas. Amigas. Let me put that together. All right, so Debbie, go ahead and ask Heather a question about the wines or about her job or about um, certain things within well, the wine industry. I like, I love that you brought affordable wines. Mm -hmm. And do, and when you normally shop for wines at home, do you normally shop in the price range like under $30? That's a good question. 100%. Okay. Is it yes. 30? Is that the... Under uh, twenty, a little bit more. What, under twenty? Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Good to oh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good under to know. When I'm shopping for myself to, to drink yeah. at home, absolutely, absolutely, and, and serving yeah. your guests at and home. And then, and because if I do that on a regular basis, mm -hmm. then if I see something that I really, really, really yeah. want, then it's more justifiable for me mm -hmm. to spend fifty or sixty dollars right. on a bottle right. because that is a special bottle. Is it usually because right. you've had it already? Um, or it's it, it's something that I'm familiar with, yeah. Th mm -hmm. in, theoretically, yeah. Well, plus you can discover, you know, great finds when you're shopping that price point. Mm -hmm. You discover great finds right. that you can but share with others. This is this is a great example of that mm -hmm. of finding a producer that you like and then mm -hmm. moving up the price scale yeah. with a particular producer. It's like there okay, well, mm -hmm. I've had the Cote Jerome, Cote Jerome Village, Cote Jerome Reserve. Cunelay to mm. Castell, Chateau mm -hmm. de Beaucastel, and we are like moving okay, up there you go. the price chain. Like okay. That. There you go. And okay. by the way, um, yeah, Charles Smith does make some really expensive wine. Oh, okay. Good to know. <laughs> so far, yeah. we really like him. Yeah. Then, we like him. Yeah. We like him. And, like and then you Is can, he single? <laughs> Is Charles single? I don't Is he like 102? Oh, boy. He might be on his way out. We don't know. Um, okay, I will tell oh, you, boy. he's got like long, curly hair, and he looks kind of biker-ish. I mean, he's very much a maverick. Oh, you should look, look him up. Ooh, a maverick. A maverick. <laughs> well, yeah. this goes to... Well, we're about to Next episode of Love Connection. What's in your glass. <laughs> and and uh, yeah. he, what's he your does status? Not, he does not play by anyone's rules, but his That's own. That's what I like. He's a bad boy. Oh, he's yeah, a bad guy. guy. Okay. Okay. Never Do mind. I get to ask her a question? I don't even know if I should ask Chantel to give her a question. Listen, I have a question. Okay, Chantel, go ahead. Because I'm part Asian. And so when I drink alcohol, like, I can have, like, two sips of something and already, like, I feel warm Flushed. a little bit and all that. I got the Asian flush mm -hmm. is what they call it. Yes. What is your advice for somebody who gets this and how do I look out for the stuff that's not going to make me start, like, Just getting blot. hot after three sips? Just blot. And, okay. and, and out me in front of my mom when, when I come home. She's like, did you drink? I'm like, no. <laughs> and I'm bright red. So not being a medical doctor, um, I can only tell you from experience that um, the same thing happens to me with certain very specific wines. There are certain Chardonnays, for instance, that set me off. Coppola I, does that to I me. Get, I get a like really red and flushed from mm -hmm. like here to here. Um, keep notes. But there are mm. so many co like compounds in wine mm -hmm. that we don't know that are there. Um, the species of oak that it's aged in, if it is, and where that oak comes from. Mm. I suspect that the yeasts that are involved in the fermentation process are something that a lot of us are sensitive to. A lot mm -hmm. of people who think they are allergic to sulfites or something mm -hmm. like that, they actually have sensitivities to the yeasts that are mm -hmm. used. And because there are so many hundreds of different kinds of mm -hmm. yeast, and this gets really scientific really fast, but some winemakers decide to use a particular yeah. yeast, and then yeah. some winemakers <laughs> decide to just let it happen with yeah. the natural yeast that are in the environment, and so you can't know. 
So if this, you have, I just have to drink just everything. Just enjoy it. This you is have enjoy to drink it. Away, no, huh? yeah, you have okay. to drink everything. But Coppola, I think you know to stay away. I was like that white Coppola. I was like. Yeah. People are like, are you okay? And I was like, what are you talking about? I feel I've had, like, not even a half a glass. And I'm asking, people are saying, are yeah. you okay? And, you know, my ears get red and my yeah. eyes get red through oh, here. Oh, so you get the Asian flush, mm-hmm. too? Mm-hmm. Are you Asian? Asian? We don't know. I don't know. She I looks a little bit like Cindy Lauper. I don't think so. Oh, my goodness. Well, here we go. That is okay. Have you lost control of this show? She's beautiful. <laughs> Welcome right, to Joe? Chantel Boucher's What's yeah, on your, know, in Your Glass, What's Joe. What's in your glass? Joe, Joe, Joe what do you, you got? Have, what do you have, Joe? Uh, I guess just uh, how how long did it take you to kind of learn this? Or, like, did you have to drink, like, a million <laughs> bottles of wine? <laughs> what was your education <laughs> like? Um, <laughs> yes. Um, no, actually, well, because I have been in the restaurant business as long as I have, which is over two decades, and we'll just leave it at that. Um, I've had the opportunity uh, to try a lot of different things. And that education accelerated right around the 2004, 2005, when I moved from being a server into um, what I do now. But yes, and the thing is, I'm in a unique position because the, the people that want to put wines on our wine list bring those wines to us to taste. So. Mm-hmm. I get to taste hundreds of wines that I'll never interact with again, but each one of them is a learning experience. And so all I can say is go out, buy a bottle, get together with your friends. Like my my friends who are studying um, to move up through the advanced and master levels (laughs) of certification for the Court of Master Sommeliers, they don't do it on their own. They each buy two bottles and six or eight of them get together and they share all of that wine and they talk about it and they evaluate it and you don't have to do that just as an education piece you can do it just for fun you know everybody Mm -hmm. bring a pick a theme yeah you know everybody bring a different whatever and you can interact with your friends Mm -hmm. because we can do that now there you go. You can interact. Yeah. We've always Look done it. Look at us with no masks well, on. We've yeah. always done it. But, but, you know, it, and if, if this is any indication, you don't have to spend a lot of money to experiment right. with something. Mm-hmm. You know, if the worst thing that happens is that you have to throw some ice in the glass and you <laughs> throw some juice or seltzer on top and drink it as mm-hmm. a spritzer, okay, move on. It's all. I think it's also, too, it's all about the experience. Um mm-hmm you know, with what you enjoy, because you're going to remember what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're going to either expand on that or you're just going to stay with what you enjoy. And I think that's that's really cool with the different uh, varietals of wine that you have. You've also had different flavor profiles and also when you're doing it with food. So it gives everybody the opportunity to be able to try wines, to be able to taste it. Hey, you're going to remember what this one is, but as much wine as you drink, Sometimes always taking notes is always a good thing. Taking notes, just remembering, Mm -hmm. because um, I don't get an Asian flush. Uh, We don't know that. We don't uh, know that, Junior. I don't get an Asian flush. Have a little bit of that. Sure, most definitely. Have some red devil. Have some red. I I see what's happening here. He invites us over and doesn't drink anything. Yeah. Sure, most definitely. Well, and I'm not Uh, here to necessarily push any specific platform, but a lot of my guests um, have started using the Vivino App. app. And so, oh, yeah, I have and, that. And even I have that for yourself, just as a way to keep track of yes. things that you like and that yep. you don't like. Yes. Just as a as a baseline, 
instead of keeping a written journal or something mm -hmm. like that. It's yeah. a little it's notebook. A great I can take app. a picture yeah. of this wine. Make I sure can, you're not overpaying. Mm -hmm. and yes, and say, oh, I have had this before, and I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, then, you know. The it's, always, it's always an experience. <laughs> so the question that I have um, is, and I've known you for a long time, um, over a decade. What's oh the my most god, I was 12. What's the most expensive? <laughs> really? I'm just pretending. The most expensive <laughs> what? No, no. <laughs> the most expensive wine that you tasted that somebody else shared with you. Not that you bought. Oh, oh. Um, so it was a uh, 10000 That's a good question. It was a $10,000 bottle of Domaine de la Romani Conti. How did it taste? It was amazing. It was absolutely... I mean... This is a unicorn experience. But like 10,000, like, again, was the experience, is it the history behind it that really causes no, the price? No, it's the, uh, okay, so if I can just put this into context, mm -hmm. some guy just spent $28 million to sit next to Jeff Bezos and Bezos' brother to go into space for, what, like 25 minutes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Space. These are experience seekers, mm -hmm. okay? The it's not at that point. It's less about it's the actual about, wine, yeah. and it's more about the experience right. yes. of that wine. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, I will tell you the the wine was phenomenal. It was outstanding, um, but I was not elevated into the space of angels as I drank right. it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, have you had better? The, That's what great. I want to know. But it was the have experience. Have you had better? Let's let's say okay, the history I've had wasn't wines there. that. I enjoyed more because there was less pressure. And you could have a whole bottle. Enjoy. Yeah, instead of yeah. like basically yeah. an ounce. Yeah. yeah. You know, as as an individual experience, I am very grateful for that experience. Mm -hmm. I, it probably will never happen again. Right. Um, you don't know. But I don't, but I can't repeat that experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I like going back to I can enjoy this with friends. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If you can repeat that experience, exactly. it doesn't that have value as well? Right. There you go. You know. There you go. Well, I know that um, you know when it when it when it comes to certain wines, and, and each of us has our own passion of wine, of how it started, and our experiences of of you know where we got it, and, and, and many different things like that. Because the experience of of having these four wines and you three being on the show, for one. It's an experience that, or it's an education that you guys got from three different wines that you, or four different wines that yeah. you probably never would have tried on your own. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I, I like that aspect of it. And I also like the point that where you talk about, you know, having a, a tasting a $10,000 bottle of wine, it is the experience because we don't know the, hist or the history mm -hmm. about how it became a $10,000 mm -hmm. bottle of wine. You know, I mean, we've seen wines up in the 30, 40, 50 thousands and you wonder what was so special about mm -hmm. that wine or or the age or mm -hmm. many different things like that. And so I, I have the, priv the, the privilege and, 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 and the honor of myself of being able to have a bottle of wine from the 1970s. And when I look at it, and it's been cellared, it's, it, you know, it's laid down and, and many different things like that. Now, do I know if it's good or not? Well, I have no pop the court. Uh, but one of the things well, that I, the, the, 70s were. the thing mm -hmm. that I like about it is I think about the history from when it was mm -hmm. made, when mm -hmm. it was bottled up because it went past the 80s, the 90s, the 2000, 2010, yeah. and we're in 2021. And I'm thinking, that's pretty cool. Well, sometimes it's like a house, that's you know, cool. when you're looking at a house and or 
you know, something historical. That's why they have historical year old woman. from 1920s or 1910s, yeah. and it's still like there. Art. As soon as we find a 60-year-old yeah. you know, woman here on the show, we will let you right know. <laughs> but until that time yeah. happens, we're a 60-year-old woman. What, we don't what, have what a 60-year-old woman here on the show. Yes, you know. so, yeah. Now, Joe, it's, a, it's a story. Yeah. Joe, yeah. what is the most thing when it comes to whether if it's wine, whether if it comes to alcohol, whether it comes to life, or whether it comes to food? What is something that is just so historical that you've been a part of? Now, you can also say that you've had a 59 year old woman here and a 27 year old woman here. Oh my God, yes, 27. So, uh, Joe, what is something that, that, that you have experienced? Man, that, that's a good question. Like in terms of food or, or yep, food, liquor, like, wine, whatever. Historical? I don't know. Uh, don't say your wife, please. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't know. There's never been. I guess really. Like I don't think anybody's ever. I I, I don't. How think old I've ever are you, had, Joe? I'm at thirty. So you're a little older than me. <laughs> so there's she's, 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 she's 27. Well, don't let me put it this way. Since you can't think of that, I just want to let you know that this is the first time that you've ever produced the trace leches, leches amigas. amigas. That's right. That's right. So I think that's a historical. It is. Right it, that is very historical. So, which is amazing. Yeah. Now, we've had what's on your plate. We've had what's in your glass. First of all, I just want to thank uh, Heather Green for being able to stop by to yes. give her time, her thank education you. here. We will have fun. her again. I'd love to have her again next month, also with the tres leches amigas. <laughs> oh, and like the oh my wants, God, we'll be back. Like anybody <laughs> wants to duplicate this experience, <laughs> we'll be back. Hey, I do they this. Do, oh, okay. I do this on a weekly she basis this at work. So you see what I'm saying? This is, I'll so, also be there too. See, I think it's one of those things that I think it's pretty awesome because you have. <laughs> This is funny to say. You have tres leches. You have three different individuals <laughs> with three different yes. personalities, three different palettes. And so, and that's one of the things that I, that I applaud Heather about is because you have to deal with people who have different palettes who may all may be at the same table. And then mm -hmm. you find something mm -hmm. that works perfectly for them. And it's the same thing with mm -hmm. food. You know, when, when, when I come in and I bring the food, I don't, I, I do now. I know what certain people like. I know Jeff doesn't like spicy. I know Macias loves spicy. You know, I, I know don't like broccoli. I know Trey loves mm -hmm. uh, certain things. But I eat it uh, anyway. It's good for you. I know Debbie doesn't like broccoli, I guess. And I know, well, I just learned that out. I love I know, broccoli. I know that Chantel <laughs> loves broccoli. And I, I'm learning even more so. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's it's really kind of nice that when you you put something a variety of things together when you and people enjoy it, and so that's one yeah. of the things that's amazing. And so it's pretty cool that when you can when you do mm -hmm. food and wine, and that's the thing there because it, and it's funny because Chantel said seasoning, but mm -hmm. when you, when it comes to the place that you work, Heather, there's really not a lot of seasoning. When the quality is things. high of the ingredient, that's true. The less seasoning you need, that's true of the entrees. That's it. But yeah. that's what I was saying. Okay. On the entrees. But when it when it comes to a particular entree mm -hmm. that has one preparation on one side of the plate and, and one, one preparation, preparation on, on the other side, side of the plate, plate yep. that's a whole different thing. Yes. Agreed. Um, and then you also, when it comes to the appetizers, that just blows the whole thing wide yep. open. Yep. Because you have a lot of seasoning on a couple of those appetizers. Uh, a couple of them, and, and some. So, and I and I like the one where, um, you know, when we when we talk about certain cooking techniques, because there's some that are just as plain as all outdoors, mm -hmm. and you use like 
a Himalayan salt blob. Yes. And that are just adds. Some... Are you talking about like a tartar or something like that? Yes. You could say, you could say that. Like that. Yes. You could yeah. say that. Yeah. So, but you're also using truffle oil. Yeah, you, I was going to say, there's certain things ooh, you should use. Truffle oil is good on anything. So, yeah. Well, well, there you go. You put it on a brick. You put it on a brick. So something we can talk about That's in the future too. is yeah. your, your base, um, whether it's a protein or a vegetable or whatever, and how your choices might change depending on what kind of preparation and what kind of seasoning you have. That's it. Because salmon, which is drenched in a butter sauce with crab meat and capers, mm. is different than um, sashimi. Mm. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, most you know what I mean? So, totally. So, yeah, we can... And yeah, I would do a red with that. Awesome. We can, so, as you can I tell, this conversation mm -hmm. continue to keep going on. Um, and we will come back here in about 30 days and we'll do it all over again. But guys, you know, what's on your plate is... If you can is, handle it. What's on yes. your plate is, is not the Debbie deal right now. Oh. She just, she just <laughs> this is the she Debbie just, Martinez show, everybody. She's just jumping my beef. Let me slide her. I'm going to try to slide her over get her out of my shot. Right. It didn't work. Okay, uh, Debbie, I'll, I'll take you in. So you take that. You you'll take Debbie in. You know, one of the things about that that I we talk about on what's on your plate, it's all about what you eat. It's, it's eating in moderation. It's the same thing in drinking in moderation. Mm -hmm. You know, after you get through the tasting, and then after these women get to it, then, you know, moderation is done. <laughs> so if you're going to drink, make sure you go over to Chantel Boucher's house or Debbie <laughs> Santin's house. And, and you know, make sure that you drink. They have extra bedrooms and all that other stuff, so you're welcome to stay there. Um, just to give you that heads up, especially if you've had too many bottles of wine. Uh, but you know what? It's about fitness, and you know somebody no, says that Uber. you always. Here she goes again. We have Uber. She always said uh, she always has something to say. We have Uber. Either <laughs> Not way. bedrooms. Yeah, Uber. But either way, she does have bedrooms. Anyway, so go back ahead. to my spot. Um, it's. A glass a day, what keeps the doctors away? Mm -hmm. Is that that was the same? You, uh, you understand that a glass is a five ounces, right? Not we, you don't like have a bottle. Yeah, we were just having ten. Nobody you know, asked you that you part, see, Heather. We were just having little ten. Ten ounces are a glass. Right ten ounces are a glass. So, which is good. Uh, but again, before we lose the show, a couple of things: eat in moderation, hydrate yourselves, enjoy your glass of wine, enjoy your food, and have fun. Right, that those are kind of the most important. And work things. out. Don't forget to work out. And if you get, and and if you get with these three ladies, if you get with these three ladies, it's completely different. Hydrate is a thing. Hydrate. Listen, I hydrate all the time. Okay. Yeah. Going from red to white. I'm just saying. Hydrate. Okay. So, Joe, before we get out of here, you want to give a all shout right. out? Sure. Yeah. Definitely. My wife, as always. There you go. Uh, but also the uh, Tres Leches Amigas. Oh, it's such a great, uh, great group of girls. <laughs> Love it. Dude, do not put your wife with these three women. Listen. Do, don't. don't. Hey, we you, blend. We are a red blend. We are a, a, a white and red, a red blend. blend. You're not a red blend. You're not a red blend. blend. Look at you guys. Is There's it called a pink? Not. We could be a red, white, and blue blend. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Nobody heard that. Chantel, okay. before you die, who you give a shout out to? We'll talk about that later. Oh, I would like to give a shout out to my family, my, my children, Shay and Milan Boucher, my mom, my grandma, my auntie, that and um, and also www.esportsfpn.com. Which is where my sh I have a show. It's located there. And and many other shows in the gaming and esports industry. So check it out. Very good. That's my well, little plug. That was awesome. I was. Did you, Joe, did you type all that in? You got that, Joe? Nope. He got nope. it. Okay, cool. He got it. All right, cool. <laughs> that makes it even better. 
um, Debbie Martinez Santins. It quit throwing <laughs> Martinez in. She said Martinez. That is one Listen. married name I've never had. <laughs> Out of the 12 married names Not she's yet. had, Martinez was never one of them. Anyway, shout out to my family. And uh, my son has gone off to vacation in Florida with my brother. Sure, miss you guys. Wish I was there. But anyway, you guys have a great time. And my grandchildren, Kennedy and Aiden, I love you very much. And to Flavia, my other Ethel. Oh, yeah, my mom. Yep. Or that's the Ethel, actually. She's the true or Ethel. Or Lucy or whatever. And I'm the Lucy. Lucy, She's the Ethel. obviously. Yeah. And all my girlfriends who are getting ready to celebrate my 60th birthday with a big giant slumber party in downtown 47 Dallas. again. Yeah. 47 again. Yep. <laughs> and uh, True Choice Benefit Specialists, if anybody needs any help with their health and life insurance, I'm here. <laughs> and my trainer. Uh, <laughs> my trainer. Well, sorry for, Listen, you sorry know, there's no anything on the gas. Man. Jeez. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Heather Green. My husband. She's asleep. Okay. No, she's thanks for thanks for everything. Every single day. Oh, and the and the trace glitches. Amigas. Listen, she was she was she was giving a shout out to her husband and you threw the trace glitches out there. But she, she he knows he's appreciated. He knows he's appreciated. Wow. Well, I'm gonna give a shout out to the four bottles of wine who don't know exactly what they're about to endure. Um <laughs> So, which is amazing. I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, Billy Boucher that Ooh. Chantel did. Oh, uh, Billy! Do. He's coming back next month. Okay, cool. Okay. We, we need back. another throwdown. Billy, yeah. Billy will be back next month, which is amazing. I know uh, Wade has his new restaurant, so that he's running. Um, so he's changed some things up, but Wade will be back, and we may be in Wade's kitchen. You know, mm. so which would really kind of be amazing. Uh, which would be good. Uh, shout out to my son Zachary. As you know, all of us except for one is wearing the Zach's Army bracelet. Who's Listen, the one? I have uh, a, no, a hundred of coordinate. them. I know. It, uh, that's cool. No, I just have a hundred of them. That's okay. Know. You just don't have it. Stop it. He knows that's I love him. I know he knows. No, he knows. So I'll give a shout out to Zachary. I designed the bracelet. Wait a second. <laughs> I designed the okay, bracelet. Before we get out of hand right now, before we get out of hand, let's finish it up and then we can do all this off the show. So. Shout out to Zachary and his We love cancer. you. Thank you very much. Debbie, thank you. I appreciate you. Give a shout out to everybody else out there, all my <laughs> workout groups, everybody out there that watches the show, the staff here at Real News PR. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have the opportunity to be able to be here. Uh, especially shout out to Jeff and Sarah and Sarah and Josh and, and Trey G and Joe, the producer, So, which is amazing. Wow. And Debbie, we can still hear you. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Next time we're going to put Debbie on mute. Um, so guys, thank you everybody for watching what's on your plate watching what's in your glass with Heather Green I appreciate Heather for coming on love to have her back appreciate it. we're gonna give a toast to Heather Because um, this is incredible information, especially wine 101 such, such guys. Thank you for watching the show. I appreciate it. We will catch you guys next time Follow us on YouTube Facebook Instagram and Twitter and reach out to us to cater your next event